A recently enacted open government law, the Foundations for Evidence-Based Policymaking Act, will have agencies walking a fine line between open data and privacy. But statistical agencies like the Census Bureau are used to dealing with this balancing act. Former Census Director Robert Groves is a member of the Commission on Evidence-Based Policymaking, whose work helped lay the groundwork for that bill. He tells Federal News Network's Jory Heckman how data can both be open and secure. I think the most important thing for the public to understand is that a lot of information can be extracted from existing data without any knowledge of the individuals described by the data. We don't need individually identified data to do good evaluation of whether programs are working. These kind of uses of data, sometimes called statistical uses of data, just look at aggregates in order to compare different groups on whether they have benefited from a program or whether they have needs that are going unmet. And the regulations that existed for many years prevented some agencies whose mission is only to do statistical analysis from accessing data from a sister federal agency because that difference between statistical uses and individual uses of data really wasn't articulated well. And so this bill that was passed, now law, specifies that statistical agencies can acquire those kinds of administrative data on individuals for only statistical uses for common good purposes. And that's the real advance that's demonstrated by this bill, I think. So just, you know, an example and hypothetical here, the education department can share data with the labor department or trying to think of what would be great examples. One example might be the use of uh, Social Security data for statistical purposes to look at the income flows for individuals by a statistical agency to make some judgments about how different groups are behaving. Another might be the use of existing data from businesses that lie in one regulatory agency using those data for regulatory purposes that could also be used for statistical purposes. So it's both on individuals and on economic units. You had mentioned the Commission on Evidence-Based Policymaking coming together in 2017 and releasing more than 20 recommendations on this field here. Give me a little bit more background of how that bipartisan panel came together and came up with these recommendations. This is a 15-member panel that was co-chaired by Catherine Abraham at the University of Maryland and Ron Haskins, who's at Brookings. Five of the members were oriented towards privacy protection in their careers, and others were more oriented towards how data could be used for new common good purposes. The commission ended up, over a 15-month period, creating a consensus report, which is unusual for a commission of experts like this. And the recommendations included the construction of what could be called a secure data service, where data might be merged together briefly for statistical purposes and then removed from any storage device so that the kind of questions that this country is not answering right now can be answered through combining data from multiple sources. 
So the commission worked over a 15-month period. It had uh, tons of hearings throughout the country, a lot of testimony, a lot of deliberation, workshops, and so on, and realized for the first time, I think, in a commission like this, that we now have the power to protect the privacy of data in new ways. We can enhance privacy protections. We now know things we didn't know a few years ago, while at the same time permitting statistical uses of data that would offer greater insight into what's going on in the world. And that dual nature, increased protections of the privacy of the data, while we can do statistical analysis, was a real breakthrough set of conclusions that generated this consensus. Thinking back to your time as the census director, can you offer any thoughts on what the agency might have to do to ensure that this data is kept as securely as possible? Two wonderful things that all of us should keep in mind, I think, as we go over these next year and a half. One is the uh, Census Bureau itself is at the forefront of development of new techniques to uh, protect the privacy of data. This is notable. This is really a worldwide global leadership that they're now manifesting, and that's something that all of us should be proud of. So they're on the cutting edge of these things. Then the second thing to note, and maybe even more important than anything, is the strong culture of the public servants who work at the Census Bureau, that their sole reason to exist depends on public trust, that if the public don't believe the statistic that the census produces and hence doesn't trust that the mission is being fulfilled, especially with regard to pledges of confidentiality, then everything is lost. And the culture of the public servants at the Census Bureau for these sorts of protections is so strong that it even surpasses the kind of reliance on law that we all trust as well. But I have deep, deep faith in that culture to protect data. Another big piece of this Foundations for Evidence-Based Policy Act seems to be adding some new leadership to agencies. I'm talking about chief data officers and chief evaluation officers. And in some cases, some agencies have already put some of those folks in charge. But beyond that leadership at the top, do you get the sense that agencies have enough rank-and-file employees to promote this open data culture and do all the things that the law outlines? Well, I think you got it right. This is a culture change that requires both work at the top and work at the grassroots level. The construction of this new role of a chief evaluation officer, I think, had the aspiration of making sure that all of the agencies that control various data sources of potential utility for evaluation of the agency itself had in place a senior role that understood the complexities of data, not just data as a set of structures that had to be stored from an IT perspective, but how data might be used and evaluated for their own utility for mission-related work. And the notion of a chief evaluation officer, if you read in the law, there was a hint that the person who played this role should indeed have that other knowledge and set of skills that would be useful in actually using data to answer key questions about how well the activities of an agency might be performed. Something else that we've been keeping in our eye on is the eventual rollout of the Trump administration's federal data strategy. There's not a whole lot of details being made public about this just yet, but you getting any sense of what we might expect from that data strategy that's about to come out? 
I don't think these things are being done in isolation of one another, the people involved in this, and also the president's government reorganization report that came out a few months ago. All of these, I think, are part of the same whole cloth to try to become more efficient as a society and as a central government in using data for common good purposes, for informational purposes, while enhancing the kind of privacy protections we already have. So we have a wonderful opportunity right now to make multiple moves at the same time that would increase the quality of the information we have about how the society is doing. And all of this is good, I think. Former Census Director Robert Groves, a member of the Commission on Evidence-Based Policymaking, speaking with Federal News Network's Jory Heckman. Check out Jory's story at federalnewsnetwork.com. Want more ways to show your good side to the world? Donate plasma at a Griffles Center and join thousands of donors who are helping to save lives. Receive up to $1,000 your first month. Learn more at grifflesplasma.com.